Today I'm in sunny Sydney and it's such a hot day and I'm blessed to be here in a lovely air-conditioned home with the fabulous Zoe who is the co-founder of Wonder Workshops. Hello, I'm very happy to be here. Just still a bit jet-lagged but enjoying the heat. Yes, because I believe you live in London and yes. you've also just had a big trip to South Africa. Yes. Exactly. So yeah, only been here for two days, but adjusting slowly, and it's wonderful. Thank you for giving up your precious time to come and have a chat. So could you please give the listeners a bit about your background? Yeah. Um, well, I was actually born in Sydney, um, and I grew up in the Netherlands and in Germany. So my mother, she was Dutch, and my dad was actually a Russian and English, and he still lives in Australia. So that's why I make my, my yearly trip here, really, because they divorced when I was one year old. Um, and yeah, I spent most of my life in Germany, and I went to a European school, so I had a quite an international upbringing. Um, it was just always me and my mother living together, and she really raised me. Um, and when I was 18, I decided to go to university in Manchester and study criminology and political science. Oh my God, <laughs> I know how heavy that is because I started my career as a registered nurse and a registered psychiatric nurse. Wow. Yeah. And I actually worked at the prison here in oh, Sydney amazing. for yeah. a time. Oh, that was sort of what I was thinking of probably doing is work in a prison or for a prison. Um, I did an internship for a prison um, reform trust. But yeah, my, my journey didn't really take me there. Um, I, I then decided to do a master's in international relations because I was more interested in kind of worldly topics and how, the, yeah, human rights topics really. Um, but during my uh, master's, I really realized that um, I actually really wanted to do something creative and I think it was mainly my peers and my in my course who kept saying I don't fit in. Um, usually that wouldn't bother me but I think it, it helped as well to see okay I think this is not for me. It's a huge interest still human rights um, in all kinds of well this it's a broad topic but I, I wanted to do something creative and I went off to um, do an internship in New York and work for an interior designer and um, that brought me to London and I loved it but after two or three years I realized I wasn't being as creative it didn't feel creative I was kind of just creating things for other people and not my own creations so yeah that's kind of my my background of what I've been doing and wow you've done a workshop you've done uh, many different things and yeah. I believe from our chat earlier that you actually met your partner on one yeah. of your courses. Yeah, exactly, at yeah, the university in Manchester. And uh, he's now also the co-founder of our business. Cool. So when and how was Wonder Workshop born as an idea? Um, it was a gradual process, but I think there is a very clear moment. Um, it was after I've read the book um, The Power of Now, which maybe sounds very cliche, but I, I, I never heard of Eckhart Tolle before, and I picked it up in um, Oxfam in a second-hand bookstore in Notting Hill, and I just I was blown away. It 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 rang so many bells for me. Like I realized it's basically all about. Well, as the title says, living in the now and kind of finding yeah. the, the purpose and the happiness in what you're doing at 
that very time. And I realized I was the example. I was looking forward to the weekend. I was looking forward to holidays. And I was never really just happy doing what I was doing. And I think I was, I'm very pragmatic and organized. It was New Year's Eve and I set myself a six month deadline. And I was like, instead of complaining every day that I'm not happy with my work, I'm gonna put in my diary in June and after six months, I'll decide if I'm happy or not with my job. And I did exactly that. And um, I left my um, job in June after that. And I decided I wanted to create something with food and plants and, and potions. And um, that really comes from my upbringing. My mother was a, a naturopath. And, um, and I just spent my whole life really being surrounded by interesting books about all kinds of plants and plant medicine and the foods that we were eating was very different to what my friends were eating and it was always, yeah, I don't know, straight from the garden where we'd go foraging and so yeah, that was always part of my life but I never realized that something that was so wonderful and right there could be my career path or my choice what to create something and yeah, it was a very interesting moment to realize, oh my God, I'm always interested in food. And the first thing I would do if I went to a different city or traveled, I would go to the health food stores and spend hours in there just looking at food and plants and products. <laughs> so yeah, it was a very interesting moment and a gradual kind of process to realize that it was always within me already what I wanted to do. And um, yeah, my mother had taken me many times to Sri Lanka to learn from Mary down to earth Ayurvedic retreats or um, Ayurvedic doctors about plants. And turmeric was this amazing plant that always stood out to me. And um, that's kind of where I'm, when I decided I wanted to start a business focusing on turmeric. Fantastic. I know turmeric is like a big buzz worldwide mm. for the anti-inflammatory uh, properties. And I absolutely love Eckhart Tolle, mm -hmm. and I actually been promoting a spiritual editor for the last six oh, years. Wow, really? wow. She's probably his number one fan and main student and has been to all his workshops. She met wow. him many moons ago when she was in her early 20s oh, amazing. yeah working in a bookshop in um, <laughs> in london oh, wow. and her and eckhart actually they were going to be a group of them to study the uh, power of miracles mm. and he was a very intelligent man very pragmatic and very logical and mm. it turned out just the two of them and they ended wow. up studying for six months. And then years later, because she went back to America, you know, she went back to the same bookshop, Watson's mm. bookshop. Yeah. And she'd been given a book, it was in a brag, and people were saying to her, have a look at it, this is so amazing, so amazing. And his name used to be Leonard. Yeah. And when she opened the book and saw the picture, she nearly collapsed. Yeah. So then they were like, you've got to get him to come to the shop and give a talk. Yeah. And she, since then, she's done so much more work for him. Like, she, she writes the book and he's told oh, it. it's like okay. the blueprint. Yeah. Wow. So it's Incredible. fantastic. Yeah. And uh, I'm a big fan of synchronicity. So, yeah, you know, Indeed. this is where it's all yeah. happened. So... Tell us a bit more about Tom. Yeah, so Tom, he, um, he studied pharmacology um, and whilst I was studying criminology. 
And he was very much into more of the, the chemical process within our bodies when we well, usually take medicine, but through um, well, getting to know me, he really also got to know more of the plant world and alternative medicines, and he was very fascinated by all of that. So he, he left his job um, two years in from when we started Wunder Workshop, and um, he started yeah, to, to really help out and, and be my partner also in business. And, and his background with uh, understanding the reaction of of every compound within our body is so helpful because not everyone maybe appreciates my kind of background of just learning from doing and seeing my mother handle the herbs and whatever. Like it was just, it's such a great um, partnership to have someone who can actually explain it scientifically. And um, yeah. Fantastic. So, and yeah. is your mum supportive of the business? Does well, she give you guidance? My mother passed away a month after I launched the business, which was. Yeah, I don't know what you could call it. Timing was, in one way, it was incredible because I had the freedom to suddenly just be there for her and not have a nine to five job that would have probably not made me feel very flexible. And she was um, at that when she was diagnosed, she was in of cancer in uh, Germany. So I flew over every ten days um, to look after, her and then every ten days back to London to try and run or start a business. Wow. Um, which was very tough, but it was it was very inspiring. And when she passed away a year later, I think that's really I put all of my my I guess all my focus into Wonder Workshop. Um, I think it was my own healing journey, and it still is my healing journey. I get such yeah satisfaction from just creating this brand, and it's it's all kind of channeled through her because my whole upbringing was just. Everything I've learned is through her, so it's it's very special, and I think that's really what drove me to be so focused and do this. Wow. Well, sorry to hear your news. Mm. However, I know sincerely that your mum will be with you in spirit every mm. step of the way, yeah, and I know you. she'd be so proud of you. Could you tell us what is the Wonders Ethos and how does it align to your personal lifestyle? Um, yeah, so it, when the workshop, well, as I said, we obviously work with turmeric, but the, how it really started was that I wanted to find a turmeric farm in Sri Lanka, and that is organic and the most sustainable farming possible, which is uh, actually a really traditional Sri Lankan method, which is called forest gardening, which means that all the different plants and trees are um, planted around each other. So the turmeric grows next to the ginger or cacao tree, cinnamon tree, pepper tree, and they basically help each other and they give each other shade or they give each other nutrients. And it's a lot more, well, it's a lot more sustainable than monoculture farming where you just plant turmeric by itself and you deplete the soil of all its essential nutrients because it's just over and over again the same plant. Um, so I went out to Sri Lanka after I quit my job and I found this amazing farm. Um, it all sounds very easy when I'm telling it, but I was, I was there by myself taking tuk-tuks all across the, the country and kind of, uh, yeah, most people speak English, so it kind of works out, but some don't. And um, yeah, so since five or six years now, we work with um, this farm that's in the center of Sri Lanka, three hours north of Kandy. And um, yeah, so the ethos really grew from there and our main sort of 
I would say tagline is consumption with purpose and that really leads to every element, every detail of the business. We, we really ask ourselves like does this make sense and who does it affect like from packaging to, to obviously sourcing but transport and the labels we use, like every part of it we want to make sure that it has purpose and that it doesn't do any more harm and I think as a business you have such opportunity to spread that message more so than an individual maybe so that's what we're really trying to do is is show our integrity and how we care as conscious citizens um, so oh that's yeah. wonderful for two such young people to come with this wonderful message um, talking about tuk-tuks because I've actually been on a whirlwind tour of oh. Sri Lanka oh, and really? I had white knuckles, <laughs> yeah. you know, Can because be <laughs> the, you have the tuk-tuks and you have the taxis and the buses mm. and they're all going at three different speeds yeah, it's and scary. it's like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> but the Sri Lankan people, you know, they're so calm and humble and we, we were welcomed everywhere we went. It was fantastic. Yeah, they're one so. of the most warm and welcoming people. I've ever met. I'm very lucky to work. Yeah. In such a Do you know country. why your mum chose to go there? No. I just she fell in love with the country. Um, pretty, yeah. I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, and yeah, just decided to take me. And it, we went to very like down to earth Ayurvedic retreats, like nothing fancy, but that's what you, you don't need that because you have all the nature around you and the flowers and just the beautiful people that, that kind of give you treatments and massages and panchakarma, which is a very traditional treatment. Yeah. And no, it, it just really spoke to both of us and we really enjoyed it there. So. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, Ayurveda, as Aristotle says, food is our medicine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's sort of how we started on small markets in uh, in England, in Notting Hill, we made um, our fresh golden milk, so it's a turmeric coconut milk that we s sold, and that was our tagline as well, food is, is your medicine, and uh, yeah, oh, fantastic. And uh, Notting Hill is such a fun, funky, trendy place, isn't yeah. it? I haven't been yeah. there for a while. And um, what other products, like, can you tell the listeners, what are you... Yeah, producing. Um, which was your first one, your baby? <laughs> well, that's the golden milk, um, and that was five or six years ago. And at that point, there was hardly any. Well, there were no turmeric-based products. Of course, you had turmeric in curries, and and uh, yeah, that's how most people knew it. So it was very hard, and especially we we started selling on Portobello Road Market in the winter, and it was I don't know like. Four degrees and we had to, well at that time I was by myself but Tom would help me set up before he would go to work early and people would just yeah it didn't make sense because the drink was cold and it was very cold outside <laughs> so it was a very tough start there was um, a lot of educating to be done about turmeric most people would just say oh it's a curry drink like why would you sell a curry drink <laughs> um, so, yeah. I would have thought the Brits would love it they, yeah, well, the traditional dishes curry <laughs> that's exactly what they said they were like oh I love chicken korma so I'll, I'll, I'll love this drink and yeah it was tough to um, to kind of explain like the amazing health benefits of turmeric and yeah so that, that took a while to to establish but our first stock is was Selvages which is um, quite a renowned um, store in London so from there it kind of just took off a little bit but this product only had a four-day shelf life which was right. very difficult and it meant we were in the kitchen every three days for, I don't know, like 20 hours producing more. And that's when we decided 
like a year in that we need to have ambient product that has a longer shelf life. And since then we've introduced teas and turmeric honeys and just pure turmeric powder. And um, we also have turmeric CBD that we launched three years ago. Um, so yeah, all kinds of products of turmeric. I think we have 18 products now. And wow. turmeric is, apart from two, it's always the, the hero ingredient. Um, yeah. But we're slowly expanding to other ingredients that mean a lot to us, like yeah. mushrooms like chaga and reishi. Fantastic. Yeah. And I know CBD oil is going viral globally yeah. at the moment. So how does that compare with your turmeric CBD? Yeah, well, it's, it's, it's CBD oil with uh, turmeric. And that really as well came from a very kind of personal journey because when my mother had uh, the terminal cancer, mm -hmm. um, um, a lab in the Netherlands suggested that we try CBD oil. And we didn't really know. I mean, we were Dutch, but we don't smoke weed or anything. But mm. we were like, okay, let's you know, let's try it because there's incredible research um, about cannabis as a plant, and it was just really wonderful. Like my mom never ever had pain until the last day, and no doctor believed it. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> telling it's always very, it's surreal because the doctors would ask me like, why is she not in pain? Um, like it's not, it can't be, she needs to take morphine. And at that time we didn't tell the doctors because it was in Germany and it, at that moment it wasn't yet fully legalized. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, she never had pain and that's why I thought, okay, I want to really integrate this into to Wunder Workshop. And we, we have the version without THC, which is the, the more, well, it's the illegal part yeah. of the cannabis plant. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a wonderful combination. Um, Fantastic. Well, I'm happy to spread the word for you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, what advice would you give to other young people or people of all ages wanting to start a business? Because so many people now are being retrenched. Mm. We're living in vulnerable times. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing is your mindset and your attitude. Because um, you have to really love uncertainty and risk and I think most people don't inherently have that they're more risk averse and they like certainty and security but a, starting a business doesn't have any of this <laughs> so it's all it's all uncertain and I absolutely love uncertainty like I love wait, waking up not knowing what today is going to bring and all the opportunities that can come so really thriving from that is so important when you start a business and also I think a sense of naivety because if you really overthink everything and plan everything then I think you just make yourself afraid and it will all seem very scary but if you really go in it with more of an open mind and open heart and let yourself I don't know, explore, explore it and of course you have to be sensible and I, I had a few freelance jobs on the side in like social media and things yeah. to obviously pay my rent because you know you can't just go off and decide I'm not going to earn money and start a business but I think yeah it's really about the mindset and of course taking advice is really important but it's also listening, finding your own voice, because I, I spoke to you know, senior CEOs at bigger companies and asked like, if I could have like 10 minutes with them, and whenever I told them about my idea, they basically kind of said, like, mm, no, maybe you should stick with your job. Like, when I was like, oh, I want to sell turmeric milk, they were just like, ah, you know, maybe not. Um, and yeah, I was glad that I just listened to my passion and my, my inner voice, and of course, 
yeah, I've taken advice, but more from peers, other people who are who are doing similar things and similar journey, and that's been the most yeah amazing advice is from people who are wow. doing the same thing. Yeah, because you mentioned social media, so I was going to ask you if there was any groups or peer groups that you related to. Yeah, um, yeah, there are a lot of female startup um, groups now, which is so helpful. And we would have like monthly meetings actually to just all talk about any kind of worry, not even linked to startup life, but also just, yeah, general worries that one has. And that's been really helpful. And that was all through Instagram that I found those groups and, wow. and the amazing friends I've made for Instagram through going through this journey of starting when the workshop is incredible. Like as much as one can complain about social media, I think it's also just an incredible tool of connecting with others and yeah. Fantastic. And did you ever approach the government? Like where's the business registered? Uh, it's in the UK, uh, yeah. Did you approach them for startup funding or um, anything like that? No, but I did. Um, there was a, a loan or like a bursary where they help you to expand or um, export. So two years ago, they we got a, um, a bursary to go to LA to one of the the biggest um, natural food uh, like it's called trade shows. So wow. that was incredible to expand our market, and we do have customers in LA now. So that was. Incredible. Um, wow. That was, yeah, I think it was more for the European Union fund linked with the UK government. So, so where the, are your main customers? Um, in the UK and then the US and then Europe. So, can people buy your products online yeah, as well? Absolutely. And yeah. do you deliver globally? Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, I'm super <laughs> impressed. It's fantastic because <laughs> I know both you and Tom are so passionate and yeah. to just take that passion with minimal help and make it into a super incredible business. Mm. So what was your initial inspiration to start the Wonder Retreat? So yeah, the other thing that we started in last August is um, holding retreats and that really came from my kind of need to find communities or build communities. Um, it's hard in big cities like London sometimes to, to have like-minded people around you and um, yeah, through coming up with these retreats I thought it would be amazing to come together with people that also care about all, all these kind of things and um, we had our first retreat in Portugal. Um, a good friend of mine has a beautiful farm there, um, Eco Dharma. And wow. um, yeah, it was wonderful to just connect with 10 people who came out there yeah. to learn more and to also meet other like-minded people. So the, the next retreat is in, in Tuscany and it's with my dear friend Sana, who I think you also um, interviewed or had on your podcast. And um, this retreat is really about finding your purpose because I think, yeah, for me, I realized I found my purpose, but it, I take it for granted now. And I realize when I speak to my friends, sometimes not everyone has found it. And, and yeah, it's very, it's very hard, obviously. And that's why I'd love to yeah, create an opportunity where people can really dive deeper into themselves. And Sana is an amazing teacher and, and spiritual, inspiring woman for me in my whole life. So yeah, I'm very excited to, to share this retreat with her and bring people together. I know it's going to be amazing because Sana is such a light being. You've also got her daughter with you as yes, well. Exactly. So yeah. 
had an incredible awakening and talking yeah. to the plants and yeah exactly so it's, it's all very aligned and, and Undine she also works um, with us and us all of our social media so it's so beautiful to bring us all together and share yeah, yeah. share our story and, and hopefully inspire yeah and I'm so glad that you've had your awakening to find your purpose because it is our divine birthright to lead a powerful, purposeful, meaningful life. Yeah. So I know you're going to be a great ambassador for so many <laughs> listeners to help them on their pathway. Yeah, so you. where can people find out more information about yourself and what you do? Um, either on Instagram or online and it's Wonder Workshop um, and it's Wonder with a U, so the German version of Wonder. And um, on Instagram, it's the same, or uh, Zoe LVH is my personal one. Fantastic. So, yeah. And uh, I wish you well with your workshop. Thank you. And just one last question, because you grew up in Germany and you're Dutch. Yeah. How many languages do you speak? Um, only three. <laughs> only three, which yeah. are? Well, Dutch, German and English. Um, Fantastic. Yeah, so my Russian and Spanish are non-existent even though I learned them but yeah, yeah. and what is your dad's background is is he into natural healing as well um he's he's a script writer or a writer um but he has a he has a very deep spiritual understanding so I think just being around him whenever I visited Australia was also very eye-opening even though I was always quite rebellious against the idea of spirituality as a teenager I was I just thought it was yeah. not for me, but now I look back and I think it's hilarious because I love everything that kind of was yeah. they always talked about. So, yeah, and yeah. it's just wonderful being at one with nature, Absolutely. you know, and yeah. bringing the community together yeah. through love and through the divine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thank you and good luck with your workshop. Thank, thank you for thank having you. me. Pleasure.